So, in a little bit of a, a change of, of uh, topic, we've come up with a new idea. Um, so, Jordan has relinquished control of the laptop. Um, <laughs> he is completely blind from here on out. Um, I'm not literally blindfolded, it's fine. <laughs> um, and so the idea of this is, uh, Chris is going to read out a quote um, from a famous film, um, whilst also imitating a famous character. Um, and Jordan is going to, well, firstly try and guess which film the quote is from, um, and also guess which character uh, Chris is imitating. And also, if he doesn't get the film right, he will then try and come up with a plot around this quote um, and see what kind of wacky ideas he comes oh, up so with. Also, is the uh, is the voice uh, like sort of saying the quotation? Is that the actual no 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 character? no, no, oh, no okay no, no most definitely not. So we oh. could have like yeah Darth Vader reading something from the notebook. Oh totally yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I kind of thought this could be fun mostly because. Jordan's, no offense to him, but like uh, compared to Ryan and I, in terms of films, he's quite uneducated. Um, he wouldn't be as knowledgeable, or he wouldn't have such a comprehensive knowledge as films as we would. So, given his ridiculous um, imagination <laughs> and his ability to extrapolate upon small ideas until they reach intangible conclusions, <laughs> I resent that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought it would be fun if he could try and build a film around a famous quote. So uh, yeah, we've got we've got a we've got a few here. Yeah, so uh, please do let us know if you liked it, and that could be a, a regular type feature. Um, also, the quotations are limited by the not the quotations are limited, but the impressions are limited. Obviously, by the impressions I can <laughs> do half well. So some of them might not actually be that famous. The impressions and like you might not know one or two of them, but um, they are impressions. It's they're more. It's not a big part. It's just kind of the throw you off the scent. Yeah. If that needed to be a thing. Yeah. As if I'd watched enough films to know what these are anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, starting off with our first one. It's a, it's a pretty big film. Um, yeah. But, uh, I'll t yeah, I'll just uh, dive straight in there. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think I will kiss you. Although you need kissing badly. Uh, that's, that's what's wrong with you. You should be kissed by, and often by someone who knows how. Wow. <laughs> I felt like you were delivering it straight to me. And it was horrible. The eye contact did help. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that... I can't remember which one's which. M Morty? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Morty from the TV series Rick and Morty. Which I haven't, really, I haven't really watched either, but Chris is a big fan of that voice. So you've, you've thrown me a bone there. <laughs> uh, that, that, that voice, though, saying that sort of thing... Uh, it's really intense. Like you were screaming at me that I needed to be kissed, and I feel vulnerable and uncomfortable. Any idea at all of the film? So even a even a genre. Well, <laughs> from where this is going, I'm I'm, I'm imagining ultra nerdy school kid. Um, you know, it's it's just in the schoolyard. And uh, you know, there's there's been the girl who he likes, you know, he's he's been 
watching her all year, <clears throat> and he just he, he hasn't had the, the guts to say anything to her. And you know, she's kind of shy as well, judging by what you said. I don't particularly want to get you to repeat it, <laughs> so, so I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, she's pretty shy, and you know, it's it's the end of the year. It's about to be summer break, and he just rushes up to her and screams in her face very nervously and hesitantly. Uh, what was it? You, you need to be kissed by by someone who knows how. Not sure he knows how, though. That, that's not... You, you should be kissed and often by someone who knows how. Yeah, that's definitely the voice of someone who knows how. <laughs> <laughs> um, out of the three of us, who do you think would be best suited to this role in the film? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Choose carefully. Um, <laughs> the, I, I, would, I would put down Chris as being the most likely for the... the sort of hopeless romantic tone, the, dr- the dramatic element. Okay, and which of the Spice Girls do you think would make the best romantic opposite? <laughs> um, I'm just trying to lay down some groundwork for <laughs> for rules here. Yeah, um, I, I'd say Posh Spice, because she was always, you know, like slightly awkward and stiff compared to the rest, and, you know, maybe it's a, a rich girl who, you know... She's not used to socialising with normal kids, so she's kind of shy. Okay. So Chris and Posh Spice. <laughs> in, in a teen high school romantic comedy? Yeah, okay. I mean, surprisingly close to home. Uh, this is from the film Gone with the Wind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. The uh, 1939 uh, epic, the, you know, with inflation adjusted, the best-selling film of all time. And one of my mum's favourites. And one of your mum's favourites. Romantic, ep- romantic epic. Um, Red Butler, big dashing Clark Gable, big butch mommy Clark Gable. <laughs> Or as he was otherwise, like, most of his other roles were needy, nerdy teenage boys. Is there, though, is so. there, in the scene where he says this, is there a violin somewhere in the background? Is it very intense and romantic and, you know, that, like, really old-timing sort of thing? Um, I, you know, I'm not even sure there is. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, I don't think, because something that I always liked about Gone with the Wind, it's not, like, overly romantic. It's quite, you know, because while he is... A bit of a romantic, I think the thing with Rhett is that he's kind of uh, quite dismissive and he, he can be sharp when he needs to because, you know, you need someone with a, like, a firm hand to deal with your wench there. She's, mm. she's a rich, Yeah, I'm, I'm aware that she was quite a problem. Whereas yeah. in my mind, this is more like some night of recess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, close to home. Um, Just scale it up in age a little bit. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, you, round one, you did well. Yeah, I'll um, take it. A, a solid, a solid 0. 0.4 points out of 5. So for our, uh, our second attempt, um, we actually have, well, this part of the film, there are two characters. Right, so okay. uh, for one, Chris will play one character and I will play another character. I won't be doing an impersonation. I will just be saying reading. Impersonation. I will be impersonating you with my impersonation. Um... No, I'll just be reading the lines. <clears throat> okay. Give some contrast. Whose motorcycle is this? It's a chopper, baby! <laughs> Whose chopper is this? It's Zed's! Who's Zed? Zed's dead, baby! Zed's dead! <laughs> 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 
this, why, why is this? The, the fact you've read it like that leads me to conclude this isn't a real film. Or, well, not with that voice. And I want it to be. Why is Arnold? <laughs> why is Arnold not? <laughs> well, he's two for three on the impersonation. Yeah, you, you've yeah, you've given me a, a couple of, of easy ones there. So, so like, I'm. Mm, what's the scene? Uh, your what? What was your first line, Ryan? Uh, whose motorcycle is this? Whose motorcycle is it? Right. Okay. So I'm. I'm imagining we're somewhere like. Oh, I, I don't know, somewhere in, in, in America, like, I don't know, New York, maybe, on the streets, right outside a cafe, like, Arnold is, is just, <laughs> is sitting on his chopper, wearing <laughs> extremely tight leather pants and nothing but, like, a leather vest. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he's just chilling there, drinking a, a, a soda or a beer or something on the street with his, his other bike buddies. There's a couple of girls, you know, leaning against the cafe, like, <laughs> giggling and looking over. Uh, a police officer, good man of the law, comes over and asks him, whose bike is this? To <laughs> which he screams at him, it's a chopper. <laughs> it's a chopper, baby. <laughs> and then, yeah, what were your following lines? Okay, I was laughing let, too hard. Let, let's do it again. Okay. Whose motorcycle is this? It's a chopper, baby. Whose chopper is this? It's Zed's. Who's Zed? Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. <laughs> so, the reason the officer's asking him is because Emperor Zed from the Power Rangers has recently been found dead in his, in his Skyrise apartment. <laughs> and big, tough Arnie uh, sporting a similar-looking bike. Because I'm pretty sure Emperor Zed liked to ride on a Harley. Uh, yeah, he's being questioned for, for possible involvement. Um, Arnold doesn't sound particularly phased here. Um, you keep saying baby. <laughs> <laughs> to the police officer. <laughs> yeah, to, to the presumably male police officer. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's drawing me in. I, I want to know who's, who's Zed. Uh, Zed Zed. <laughs> yeah, why, why is he dead? And uh, why, is, uh, why is this guy so callous? <laughs> why does he not care? <laughs> that he's riding his chopper. I, well, I don't know. You tell us, Jordan. Why is he so callous? Why doesn't he care about the murder of Emperor Zed, which orchestrated? <laughs> well, see, Ivanus. I think he was another Power Rangers villain. <clears throat> yeah, I think Ivanus and Zed probably had a wee bit of a falling out after they keep failing to take down the Power Rangers. I imagine that caused some strain <laughs> in the relationship. <laughs> uh, I think Ivanus probably has called a hit on him and Arnold because that's a perfect role for him, really has uh, just gone all Terminator on Zed <laughs> and like kept his chopper as some kind of trophy. And he's okay. now he's now started his own uh, motorcycle gang. Are the motorcycle gang going to take down the Power Rangers? Um if they're contracted. If they're con oh okay. so they're like a motorcycle gang of mercenaries for hire. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, the, the Power Rangers normally take on one villain at a time. It's not really their their MO to go after a guy. You know the way Power Rangers can, like, what is it, like, morph up or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, join together to make a huge fighting robot? The, oh, the Megazord? Yeah. Um, can the motorcycle gang do this? <laughs> with all the bikes. And <laughs> <laughs> they just, yeah, like, a massive Harley with, like, just straight flames coming out of the exhaust <laughs> and, like, a hundred foot tall. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, that would be great, especially, like, in the middle of New York, because the, the part, like, normally, whenever they beat their villain and he turns into the giant monster, like, this is often happening in really crowded areas. Like, somebody's definitely getting stood on, so is this, like, a, a full 18, like, X-rated <laughs> film where, like, people are just getting punched out of buildings and everything with a mate? Like, uh, oh, what do you call it? Pacific Rim. Yeah. <laughs> giant, uh, robots and space monsters from the sea just being like yeah punched through building this would be incredible this would be an amazing story arc it's I, just, just I, Power Rangers with Arnold I think we need a weapons of mass discussion film division really <laughs> to license and write films because think of the oh the lines Arnold would have like <laughs> oh if I had if I had some time to think about yeah what he would say when he's powering up <laughs> and locking into the wee like command centre in the middle of the giant bike robot while all the other gangs are like forming into the arms and stuff <laughs> can we have every single line of his dialogue starting with that's what I call oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah um so I'm, I'm assuming I was Maybe maybe not bullseye, but like I'm assuming I was reasonably close to the mark with this. You started off well. Yeah, yeah. You start you started off pretty well. Like and then you're, when you're talking about America, streets of the city, outside of cafe. I mean, it's kind of a little bit more suburban and inside of mo- outside of a motel instead mm-hmm. of a uh, cafe. But it's from Pulp Fiction. Makes sense. Um. So, uh, there's Butch Boxer Butch, uh, who has rigged who you know who has what lost the match on purpose um, no 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 no. he was supposed to lose the match oh no he's supposed he, to yeah he was supposed he to accidentally yeah. kills his opponent did he kill him yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a really crap way to lose yeah yeah but yeah the match was meant to be fixed and he was gonna get pe- paid off by Marcellus yeah uh, by Marcellus Wallace this big gangster but he had too much pride for that so he fought he killed the guy and Marcellus is after him this is him making his escape this is why he's so callous. He kind of has to get out of there. Um, he has to live with it, the consequences. And this is his his piece. This is his woman on the side. Uh, Fabienne. Uh, who is French, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, foreign anyway. Vaguely annoying in the film, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Um, so, you know, I'd much rather have Ryan's voice, to be fair. As opposed to hers, in that role. Uh, but yeah. This is them making their making their escape. It's honestly a wonder why Quentin went for Bruce Willis instead of Arnie. Really, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one can quite deliver uh, Quentin Tarantino dialogue like Arnold Schwarzenegger. The only foreseeable problem with these segments is that if, I think if I ever actually come to see these films, I'm going to be greatly underwhelmed <laughs> compared to what I have imagined. <laughs> In my head, yeah, like Arnold Power Ranger crossover with Megazords and Harley Davidsons. Uh, that that is not to be missed. <laughs> um, I take it you haven't seen these films yet, either of those films. No, I'm I'm aware of scenes from them, and I know mm. kind of some of their yeah. their plots, but like I I didn't know those particular lines at all. <laughs> That's okay, because uh, with us it was kind of thing where you might not immediately get the film that it's from, but you definitely know the lines. Um, but okay, on to your next one. So, uh, third and final one for this week, Jordan. Uh, I'd say most likely a film you have seen. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to say it's a film most of our listeners have probably yeah, seen. Yeah, very, very popular film of, for people of all ages. So, Let me get this straight. You know her. She knows you. But she wants to eat him. And everybody's okay with this. Did I miss something? <laughs> um, first thoughts. So, well, my first thought is, what happens if I do know the film? Say it. That is uh, Timon from Lion King. Oh, he's got it. Voiced by Don Corleone. Oh, he's got it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was an unforeseen glitch. He's done well. He's done well. Yeah, that was re- well recognized. Well done. Um, What's the scene? Oh, uh, yeah. No, the the scene is Nala has just burst back onto the scene after Simba has like sort of grown up. He isn't. He's just become an adult at this stage, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nala is chasing Pumbaa for a while, trying to eat him. Simba tackles her to the floor, she flips over and wins, and in this little uh, jostle, he recognises who it is, and then they yeah. make lovey-doveys, and Timon's <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, that was very well done. Uh, that was from The Lion King, and that was Vito Corleone, uh, Don Corleone from The Godfather, reading the line, <laughs> Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, I'm leaving here today with... Uh, a nice sense of confidence in my impression yeah. ability. The only way you could have made it more authentic is if you like stuffed a couple of marshmallows <laughs> in your giles. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, it's maybe not the most recognisable line from The Lion King, I guess. Um, but like the other ones would probably... You could probably get a very like Don Corleone... Uh, with one or two of the lines like leave now and never return <laughs> leave now I think what? probably what would have given it away is just because Timon is such a like distinctive emotive voice you, like you would probably have his lines come to mind yeah, quite yeah. easily because as soon as you were saying that like I did get it quite quickly though I have not seen The Lion King in ooh well, actually, I was going to say, like, ten years. That's probably not true. I have a feeling we watched it back in yeah. halls a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. So, well, a couple of years, I guess. Um, but, yeah, no, that was that was a distinctive one. Could have been interesting um, to, to see where that might have went. I, I just can't wait to be king. Yeah, but, uh, sadly, yeah, I, like... Italian gangster based Lion King. <laughs> as pleasing as that sounds. Uh, uh, it, it was it was not to be. I knew what it was. That would be great. I would love to see that. But yeah, I don't know, I guess. That's good. Yeah, so I mean that's round one of uh as of yet untitled. Yeah. Uh potentially regular feature. Yeah. It's it quite a loose structure at the minute. If it comes a thing, we'll come up with a title. And maybe a jingle for it. Uh, <laughs> bother writing another jingle. I'll write another jingle. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, we did have one more here, but uh, we'll see about the next time. I eagerly await. <laughs>
thanks for joining us for another episode of Weapons of Mass Discussion. We have been your gracious hosts and please do join us again. You can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash WMDiscuss. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash WMDiscuss. On SoundCloud, well, you get the picture. And we're also on iTunes, so please do whatever you do on those websites. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Just pour your love upon us and we will do our best to reciprocate it with our words.